Let's talk Tanya for the 23rd of Sivan. In yesterday's Tanya, we explained that God's awareness of everything that happens in all of creation is a product of self-knowledge. Just like a person is aware when his foot is cold or when he has pain in his hand, it's not an awareness that comes from outside of him or herself. The same thing God is aware of everything that goes on through self-knowledge. This leads us to the next topic, which is which regards which regards the idea of tzimtzum. Tzimtzum translates as contraction. It is a huge concept in Kabbalah. We talked about this more at length in the chapter 48 of Lakuti Amarim. And the idea of tzimtzum was revealed by the Arizal, the master Kabbalist Rabbi Yitzchak Luria. And he explained that originally when God decided he wants to create the world, the way he writes it, there was no space for a world because everything was filled with God and his infinite light. So what did God have to do? He had to contract himself. He had to move his infinite light to the side, thereby to create a place for the worlds. And within that empty space is where the worlds were created. Now the Kabbalists in the subsequent generations had a debate. When the Rizal says that God contracted himself and removed himself from the space where the world ultimately was created, and obviously everything we're talking about is anthropomorphic, we're talking metaphorically, there is no actual space before the world was created. We're talking about that there was no room for a world because everything was just suffused with godliness. But when we say that God contracted himself, does that mean literally or not literally? Meaning to say, on one side of the debate were Kabbalists who says, yes, God literally contracted himself, which means that the infinite light of God does not exist in the space of our creation. If it were to be in the space of our creation, our creation, the worlds would not be able to exist. This side, this side of the debate was adopted also by Rebellio of Vilna, known as the Vilna Goin or the Gra. And he lived during the times of the Alter Rebbe, and he was the leader of the opposition to Hasidus. And he felt very strongly, and by the way, he was a great Kabbalist in his own right, and he felt very strongly, Simtsum is kipshutai, which means that God literally contracted himself, and the infinite light of God does not exist in the space of our worlds. Now, he also agreed that there's a concept called hashgacha pratas, which means that God's divine detailed providence extends to every single detail of creation. However, he said that that means just like you have a king who's in his palace and he's looking out the window and seeing everything that's going on, God also, from on high, he watches and manages everything that goes on over here in this world. In fact, he suggested, is disrespectful to imply that God is over here in this world, God is in the bathroom, God is in the place of impurity, it can't be. So yes, Tzimtzum Kibshutai, God literally contracted himself and removed himself from the space of this world. The Alter Rebbe passionately disagreed with the Vilna Goyen. The Alter Rebbe sided with those Kabbalists who felt that Tzimtzum is Shaloi Kibshutai. We cannot take the contraction of God literally. Rather, God is present everywhere in creation, in every detail in creation, and when the Arizal says that God contracted himself, what he means to say is that God is no longer revealed in the space of the world. However, he is present in every single, um, in every single detail. Interestingly, as we know, the Alter Rebbe very, very much tried to avoid conflict and tried to the best of his ability to, um, to uh, lower the temperature. And this part of Tanya, which we're starting now the second half of chapter 7, was not published in the original Tanya. The Alter Rebbe chose not to publish it. It existed in the original manuscripts. It was not published for close to for more than a hundred years. It was first published 
in the 1900 edition of Tanya. Tanya was first published in 1796. Just to give you an idea of how explosive this topic was at the time. The Alter Rebbe says, absolutely, we cannot take the contraction literally. And the Alter Rebbe brings two proofs to this. Proof number one, the Alter Rebbe says, I happen to be over here. If I want to, I can move over there. I can go somewhere else. Everything where it is, is somewhat random. And why is that? Because I am not essentially here. So since I am not essentially over here, I could be here or I could not be here. Dr. Rebbe says, we cannot transfer that understanding to God. God is everywhere, not because he happens to be everywhere, but because essentially he's omnipresent. So the concept of tzimtzum, the idea to say that God contracted himself and removed himself, if we're going to take that literally from a certain place, doesn't make any sense because God is essentially everywhere. Secondly, we just finished explaining how everything that God is aware of, he's aware of because he has self-knowledge. How, does, how is it that what's going on over here within me, within this table, within wherever you may be, how is God aware of that through self-knowledge? Because God is present there. If God is present there at this very moment, then anything that he's aware of that's going on over there, he's aware through self-knowledge. But the moment we say that Simpson Kibshute, the moment we say that the contraction is to be taken literally, that means that God is watching from the outside. If God is watching from the outside, then it's not self-knowledge. If it's not self-knowledge, then we can't say, Ani Hashem then God changed. He used to not have that information, and now he has that information that comes from an outside source. And therefore, the Alter Rebbe held very, very strongly that Simsum Shalei we cannot take the contraction literally. But the problem is we look in Kabbalah, and we find out that there are two different modalities of divine light. There is Soiviv Kalalman and Mamala Kalalman. There is the light that permeates and fills the world. There is the light that surrounds the world. And the light that surrounds the world is actually the higher level of light. Now, so how do we square that? How do we reconcile that with the idea that we say that God is everywhere? And that, the answer to that question, we will begin, God willing, in tomorrow's Tanya.